you've been searching for that something, welcome my friend. Come on in and spend time with women just like us who come together to unlock true success and potential in our hearts, lives, and calling. I do know what it feels like to just want it all, to be ready to scale, to want to have that work-life balance, more authentic relationships, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, just to list a few. I want you to understand that it is not about our ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hello, hello, ladies. I'm back with episode 55 of Her Unapologetic Life. Mercedes here, women's empowerment coach. Love working with women and love the topic for today, boundaries. So I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. I certainly did and had a lot of things to think about this past week. And I thought the next step on this train would probably be to talk about healthy boundaries. First off, I would just love to know, have you defined what health, the word health, the definition of health means for you? Uh, this is the foundation for probably all areas of our life and everything I teach women, you know, when we look at the healthy version of ourselves. And first off, no one else can define that for you. Um, and second off, it's really valuable to have that somewhere where you can see it because it can change, by the way, too, but it helps you really focus on what's important to you and what's really healthy for you. So that's part of what I do with women is help them define health in all the areas of their life. So if you're like, what? Then check me out. That's what I love to do. But for today, if just keep in mind, healthy boundaries is actually what that means. It means for you, right? And so first that word, and then boundaries, of course. Um, and I have taught about boundaries throughout the ages of my therapy and now coaching career. First to like kids, adults, couples. Uh, and when I would talk about them first, I would kind of talk in metaphor. And I kind of talked first about the extremes, right? The the example of being really closed off is like that brick wall where you just pile the bricks and the mortar and the bricks and the mortar and you protect yourself to the point where you can't see over out and you need help to dismantle the wall, right? And then the other extreme is where you have an open field and there's farm animals roaming everywhere and they're getting lost and they're, you know, in the neighbor's garden and they're everywhere and there's no boundary to keep them in, right? <laughs> so those are kind of the two extreme ones. Um, and like I said, with with everything I teach, like health and boundaries, you get to um, you get to decide kind of what metaphor you would use. So let's bring it back to you. So it's like in your unique design, um, what what would you envision being like a healthy boundary? And I always say it's something that's not completely closed off, um, something that possibly like, you know, can open, um, you can put it where you want to, um, and it's there to protect you, but also to protect everything on the other side of the fence or whatever boundary you see in your mind, the river, whatever it is. Um, for today, like for me, I'm seeing a beautiful stone wall. I'm kind of like those ones in Ireland. I went there in graduate school and you know, there's the stone walls and there's the gates here and there and just a lot of like that history and depth and it's just, it, they're, they've been there for a while and you can see over them, but they keep the sheep in the pasture, right? And the, it defines kind of where people can go and 
you know, how probably the roads even were created. I'm getting really deep into my in, my visualization, but it's really worthwhile also to, to like envision what your boundaries would look like, you know, um, perhaps it's your safe space or it's a beautiful garden and it has like the, you know, the, tr the trellis hanging and all those things. Um, but the, the point is I'm envisioning gates. So I get to decide who and what comes through my gates, right? And when I leave them. So it's kind of like that open and airy, not confining feeling, but a feeling of security and belonging, right? We're trying to get to that. And I'm not building anyone else's walls or gates, nor am I really tending to them because I have my own. We're responsible for our own. And when they border other people's, we can offer to help. However, we can't help them if ours aren't where they're supposed to be, right? So I love talking to metaphor and, you know, visualizing things. So I hope that helps you to kind of envision a boundary being something that keeps things safe on your side and then also keeps everyone else safe on the outside and with their own boundaries, right? Um, and so for today, I didn't, I just kind of, like I usually do, intuitively write about this because like I said, I've talked about boundaries for years. So this is what came up today. Um, and it's, I'm just talking about kind of like types of healthy boundaries as we move from resistance to them to being curious about them and then considering practicing them more. Uh, so the first one that came to mind was and is open communication. Like I said, a lot of our boundaries are communicated with words. And when we avoid it with conflict, you know, that kind of, you know, stops us up. So when we're, when we're setting boundaries, communicating with words, it could be in person, phone call, text, email, right? Um, we make those decisions and then close or open our gates with others in the interaction, right? Sometimes they can be nonverbal. Uh, my husband, I always say, you know, I, I look for the eye roll with him. It's just kind of like I live for that because it, it's funny. But there's a certain look that he gives me if I've been going on too long, like I've been complaining too long, venting. And it's just, it's just kind of to the point where it's like, okay, Mercedes, you know, I hear you, I see you, but... This isn't helpful. He doesn't even say a word. It's a boundary of like a, okay, take a deep breath and let's move on, <laughs> right? Um, there's so many examples of open communication, healthy, like, hey, this isn't going to work for me today, or hey, I noticed this. What did you mean by this? Clarification. We could get into all of those technical terms, but today I'm more wanting to look at it from the perspective of open communication in a, first, our external dialogue, which I just kind of described. And then also what we often overlook is our internal dialogue. So I'll probably focus on that a little bit more because as you know, I'm always bringing this back in um, into where we are in our space. Um, so when we can gauge internally what boundaries are needed, we, we have a major advantage actually. Um, and it, it helps, it, it, that ripples over into um, the rest of our lives, right? Like, so for example, last month we were talking a lot about the inner critic, uh, the high function anxiety stuff, right? So um, when our inner critic is comforted and when our, our, we're, we're working through our high function anxiety and we're actually like living into that authentic life, um, we're asking ourselves, you know, what else is going on inside? Um, we, we ha we're having this internal dialogue, right? We're Another good question to ask is, um, are we accessing all levels of consciousness? Like that just came to my mind while I was writing this earlier. And it might sound woo to a few of you, but it's accessing that all parts of our consciousness, our brain to, to have that, that really rich, deep internal dialogue to come 
to a decision about a boundary or what we want to do next, right? Um, when we're conferring with our wise mind also, we can set our boundaries from more of a place of authenticity and then from truth. So when we're saying to somebody like, you know, that's not going to work for me or um, I can't come over today or I can't go on this trip or whatever things or yes, that works for me, you know, it's from a place of truth, not of uncertainty or indecision, right? And so um, open communication is when our internal dialogue is really in line um, and then our external dialogue reflects that, right? Hey, I just thought of that as I talked. So yeah, next, the second one is space, like taking space or the physical, the physical boundaries, like literal and figurative, right? Um, some obvi obvious examples that come to mind are like staying home when you're tired, not going out, um, not hanging out with a person who is like constantly violating your energetic boundaries, um, or um, deciding who we spend our time with, who we give our energy to, right? Um, it's kind of like time and then access to us. It's kind of like that physical, spatial boundary. And uh, figuring out what's healthy for us is definitely um, an art, right? And that's part of what I love talking about with women. That's where we come into, you know, you get the Myers-Briggs or the Enneagram, the, thing, the personality stuff that comes in where we're like, hey... We're, we're an extrovert. We're an introvert. We need to be home to recharge our batteries. We need to be in a crowd to get energy. So we're going to want to work on our boundaries from like healthy boundaries from that perspective um, and figure out where we land there. And that takes a long time because usually we're, we're um, thinking, oh, you know, our boundaries for our space and our, you know, physical and our time is what our parents had, you know, like, oh, they're always the people over, so we have to, you know, my mom is a very social person. She likes to have a lot of variety going on in life, running here and there. And I do too, but it looks a lot different because most of it is coaching clients and then having coffee and occasional girl weekends. And then I love to be home, you know, so for example, and it's just, we don't define our own boundaries when it comes to space and energy um, and the physical stuff. Until usually adulthood, <laughs> but it's worth looking into. So a type of a healthy boundary is really is really figuring that out, right? And the, a third one, and I'm trying to make this one kind of like a culmination or deeper level, more personal, is a healthy the healthy boundary of commitment. Um, and so, like I see, I see setting a boundary or taking a boundary as kind of like a decision, like of what you will do, will not do, what you like, what you don't like, you know, it's kind of like those boundaries, um, like what's going to be inside your fence, what's going to be outside your fence, right? And it's it's a decision to allow, to be in a relationship with, to decide on something big, right? And so I kind of think, you know, of commitment as that ultimate healthy boundary, right? And so thirdly, you know, like, the word commitment is kind of what came to mind. And I'm just curious to know what comes to your mind when you hear commitment. What are you committing to? What are you saying no to? Um, you know, what what is like the your heart's desire, right? And are you honoring those commitments you make? So the second step of that is, you know, you're committing to something or not committing. Um, but by that, you know, let's say you're not going to do it, well, you're committing to the other thing, right? And then are you honoring that? Are you following through with that? Are you honoring your own boundary, your own decision that you made, um, you know, uh, and yeah, it's just, it's a really good way. It's a really good 
vantage point to look at. How healthy are my boundaries? You know, am I keeping my promises to myself, my commitments? Um, you know, and so I hope that kind of shed a little light on like the types of healthy boundaries I love to talk about. You know, open, healthy communication, external dialogue, internal dialogue, right? And, you know, next, like really looking at your physical, energetic space um, of who's in there, who's not, who depletes you, who doesn't. And, you know, what's healthy for you? What's the balance for you? And then third, of course, um, commitment as a decision. And the decision being those boundaries and then honoring that. So, yeah, deciding and honoring um, makes a very healthy boundary um, for yourself. And so when, when I started writing about this and talking about this in my brain and thinking about all of this, um, another little side topic came up that's very related, kind of related to like honoring what works for us and what is balance, okay? Because my clients love the word balance. And I've had a few coaches who are like, oh, do not use the word balance in any of your writings. But it's really what a lot of us women want, to f want. and it's a feeling, right? We know it. We can't fully describe it. Um, but there is another concept here with boundaries that will help us to get there. So bear with me as I kind of add another like bonus. Um, and it's it's one that we often can get out of balance. So that's kind of the, the way I'm coming from it. Uh, so in health or with healthy boundaries, we aim for having an interdependence with other people, right? So talk about personal boundaries, but we also want to talk about how we are with other people and our boundaries within those relationships, right? So interdependence is kind of the term I came up with, or I didn't, but I'm using. <laughs> I, it's not me, mine originally, where we have that balance of time with ourselves, times with others, meeting our own needs, being responsible for ourselves. But I always say other people in our lives are like icing on the cupcake. Um, I'd love to use that, that metaphor for good, bad, and ugly. But anyway, so what I often see in women who I work with and in my friendships and in myself is there's either codependency or like uh, an independence. So those are kind of the two extremes with interdependence kind of more in the middle, if that makes sense. And we've been hearing a ton about codependency lately. And I think it's really worth knowing because social media has made us much more dependent on the interaction, the feedback, the likes from other people than even when I was younger and recovering as a codependent. So I'm very aware of it. Um, codependency is, you know, when we depend on another person's person or external for our happiness, or we're enabling another person, caring for them too much, you know, so that they, we meet their needs and then we, um, we disregard our own. Um, so usually in a codependent relationship, there's like the enabler, the rescuer, the victim. It's a very interesting, you know, dynamic. We often find certain relationships in our lives where we might be codependent or someone might be that way on us. It could be a parent, a child, a spouse, a friend, or even a coworker, right? So <laughs> just kind of look around and be like, hmm, I wonder. Do a little more research on codependence if you haven't heard much about it yet. Um, and so the other end of it is the independence, that strong independence where it's a woman, who, like a friend who just stands alone, does her own thing, seems super confident, probably is, seems to be standing strong, but inside probably not trusting others as much as they could or being able to allow others to help them because they feel like it's a burden or they can't trust them or it's too much to ask. It just doesn't, it, they can help others, but they don't want to be helped themselves, right? So it's kind of like codependency, help, help, help. Um, independence is like, well, not allowing that interaction. Um, 
the reciprocal thing going on. Um, like that giving and receiving circle I've talked about in the past. And so interdependence is kind of the balance within there. And um, in that healthy communication, that personal space and energy stuff we talked about, and then the commitments, making the decisions easily. Um, they're more, when we're in balance, when we're in relationship with others, um, those things are more able to come to light in life, in our lives, right? Because a lot of boundaries we have to set are with people. Let's just face it. I hope that makes sense. It's kind of like, um, you know, talked about some of the types of the healthy boundaries, but then it's, I don't know, I felt like the interdependence, codependence, and independence thing really, really applied right here because I think that if we're, if we're really wanting to work through those healthy, into those healthy boundaries and work on, you know, having more open communication, um, really working on our internal dialogue, accessing all levels of our consciousness, and then in the external dialogue, you know, managing that, and then also taking the space when needed, managing our own physical body and space and energetic body, um, really will be much and then also making commitments to ourselves sorry i can't miss number three and then honoring them will be much more successful or doable or just great actually if we are in health with our interdependence with others so that makes sense you know we're always managing our internal with our external um so i kind of gave you two for the price of one today in my normal time frame i hope you Hope you like that. So I hope that made sense. And if you want to know more about codependency, just pop a question in in the group. It's something that is like a huge buzzword, uh, but it's really important because as women who are you know recovering or functioners and people pleasers, we really do look to others for our value and worth and how we seem to them and how we're you know how we're treating everybody. Who you know we're being just so nice. But then what happens then is we. Again, we sacrifice ourselves and then people become dependent upon us to meet those needs for them. And then when we get sick of it, it's, it's a hard change, but it's a necessary change. Um, so anyway, I hope that makes sense. I want to shine some light where it needs to be um, lightened or shined upon for you. So just like envision a flashlight along your fence and to see where there might be issues, where there might be decay, where there might be... The wall's too high over here because you're really worried about that person or the gate broke, you know, <laughs> and see where we can kind of um, fix the areas, um, patch up the areas, learn new things um, and have that balance within ourselves. And again, all of these things like health and boundaries and balance, they're really for you to, to define with your unique design. And I really think that most of us try to fit into that one size fits all. And that's just not something that I um, I prescribe to or I teach. Uh, everything I do now is really custom made. Um, and this month I'm talking about my group hybrid program all month. The cool thing about it is, is we come together as a group, but there's time with me in customized one-on-one -on -one sessions. And then there's the, you know, pay, your self-paced stuff you get to listen to with your ears and your heart. Um, and it's just, it's really that journey from, this kind of stuff, the boundaries, the people pleasing, to really that power wielding and being our authentic selves, right? And being there with other women and the energy of that, and you know that they're working hard towards it is really powerful. So there's more to come about that, but just know that I'm inviting 10 women to experience this this fall. Uh, I'm limiting just, I love small group feel, um, and there's some really, it's 
was a cool process that I will I will talk a little bit more about this month so you kind of know like wait a minute how is that gonna work um, and again tune into the training this month you'll get more information there as well look for that in the Facebook group uh, but until next time just shine the light a little bit on areas that you're you're hoping to grow pray about it um, you know, ask Holy Spirit to be like hey what's going on what am I needing is there a relationship in my life where I'm codependent or way too independent or um, you know needing to set some boundaries and if you need help with that one of my favorite things to do talk about um, you know I'm here for you so look forward to talking more this month and enjoy the rest of your day hey there thanks for listening my friend if you like the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you, or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes the village, and I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl, that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.